When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Ladies and gentlemen, just because there's no baseball just to start this week doesn't mean you're not getting BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody Decker and Ryan Horvath, and we're bringing Super Mario on this real quick because yesterday, home run derby. Today, All-Star Game. It's All-Star Week here in Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles. I've been enjoying everything All-Star Week, by the way. The Santa Monica Pier, that's trippy as hell because I'm from Santa Monica and literally went to high school across the street. So seeing all this Major League Baseball fanfare at the pier is pretty cool. Uh, downtown LA Live is madness right now. Not to mention, all, also, also during All-Star Week, Ryan, we got the ESPYs here right after the All-Star game. So to say that Los Angeles is jam-packed at the moment, I'm not going to leave my house for the rest of the next 48 hours. I do not want to get on a freeway. I don't want to look at a road. I'm not going back to Dodger Stadium one more time. I've already been 40 times in the last three days. It's been a blast. But man, oh man, All-Star game tonight. But before we get to it, we need to talk about last night's home run derby because one, excitement. Two, enjoyment. Three, controversy. Oh, my goodness. Ryan, let's just start with you. What do you got on last night's derby? All right. So uh, really quickly, you know what I think is funny about social media? So Juan Soto, great player. He's going to get paid. But last night he wins the derby and everybody's like, all right, the asking price goes up to $600 million. That's not really how it works because he wins the home run derby, is it? No, no. no. I don't think anyone's sitting around like, wait a second. (laughs) He what? He won the Derby. Hundred million. Give him another hundred million. No, that's yeah. not how this thing works. Although my biggest make- takeaway, dude, this has happened to me plenty of times. So I was on J Rod as we talked about uh, mm-hmm. in our group same, chat. Same. I I played him in the first round, so I did cash that ticket. I had Juan Soto longest homer. I hit that ticket. I ended up going two for one because I had J Rod also winning it all. Obviously, goes to the championship round, gets knocked out by Juan Soto. It looked like he just ran out of gas, and I kind of. Saw that coming when he was dropping 35. What did he hit? 81 homers? He hit. Um, that was was that, is that a record or second most? Because I think the, was the record Bobby Abreu? What's the record now? I'm a little confused on what the records are now since they changed the format a few years ago. I can't keep up. My record always in my head will be Josh Hamilton just hitting all of those bombs. And that's and he didn't stuff. win that derby, by no, the way. Justin Morneau won that derby. And that's the craziest thing because all these, that's what happens though. They run out of gas, but man, uh, sucks not being able to cash that ticket after your competitor Knocks out 81 homers. Uh, I'm kind of torn. It's, it's usually my favorite event, but uh, I have some issues with it, with the broadcast, so, uh, yeah. with 
everything that went down with Kyle Schwarber and the Albert Pujols matchup. Where do you guys want to start here? But my All biggest right. takeaway was uh, the future of baseball is in good hands, man. Yeah, it's J Rod yeah. and Juan Soto because that was Dude. a fun. Jay, can they at least we, market we've been, these players? Can can oh, they yeah. market them now? Exactly. Can they? Maybe. Will yeah. they? No, no, no idea. Probably not. But here's the thing. Juan Soto, 22 years old, superstar, obviously win the home run derby. He's going to make uh, $700 million or whatever he's going to make. It's going to be absurd. J- We've all been on J-Rod since this season started. Like all, we, I'm going to pat all three of us on the back. Myself, you, Ryan, you, Mario, every one of us since the day one of this season have been practically wearing a J-Rod tattoo on our chest and how with extreme pride. Um, this guy's last night, that was his coming out party. And by the way, don't think that coming out parties don't happen in home run derbies. They do. I'll give you yeah. an example. Bobby Abreu was not a superstar until he went to the home run derby and became a superstar. He had like 25 homers in the first round in the old format. And at the time, that was like unheard of home runs. And he went off just on a tangent after that he raked and then it became Bobby Abreu world series champion became Bobby Abreu Yankee. He became a superstar from that home run derby. I think we're about to get the same thing from J rod and don't think for a second that Ken Griffey jr. Wasn't helped out by a home run derby in 1993. Another Seattle Mariner who also gave away the trophy last night, dude, J rod is the truth is what he is. He is man. And the craziest part about it is, well, okay, let's start. He's 21 years old. Uh, what does he have, like 16 career homers, 17 career homers, which I think is the least amount ever for a competitor in home run derby history. And he put on an absolute show last night. And also the best part about it is, so Juan Soto, he's making 17 million or something like that this year. He's going to make, like you said, 500 million, probably more. And Julio Rodriguez last night doubles his salary in just one night in the home run derby. Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. I mean, what a show. It was awesome seeing Ken Griffey there, like a proud dad with the video camera. Awesome. They've been working together. And I agree because that's really when I, I mean, I always liked Griffey, but the home run derby is when I fell in love with Griffey. That swing, rocking the hat backwards. Camden Yards, man. Dude, I mean, yeah. that was awesome last night. Uh, but still, again, I do have some problems with the format. And then obviously with Kyle Schwarber getting screwed over. We got to talk about that. He got robbed last yes, night. Yes, he did. And we will talk about that. Mara, what do you got? Before we talk about that, can we also mention Pete Alonzo? Calm down. He was taking this thing way too seriously. The yeah, deadlifts yeah, yeah, yeah. in between? Like, relax, Pete. Uh, relax. Pete, Pete, Pete. Pete. Um, I'm a huge fan, Pete. Polar Bear, you're the man. I love mm-hmm. how you drop bombs. You're a big dude. Um, and I love ever I love everything about Pete Alonzo. I want to make that abundantly clear. But the the show in between rounds of the deadlifts, Pete, come on, yeah. man. We, we see your body. You're not doing a ton of deadlifts. It's not a no. big deal. We're all gold. You rake, and that's what you do. And I love you for it, and I want you to continue doing it forever. You are still, despite losing this derby, you're still the home run derby final boss. As far as I'm concerned, you are still the man to beat next year and the year after that. And I can't wait to see the finals with him and Juan Soto. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the deadlifting, being a guy that has done home run derbies, you don't want to deadlift between rounds. Uh, being someone that has done this entire format for the last few weeks at Dodger Stadium, testing all, all this stuff for them, I had a feeling this was going to be a little messy. I didn't know it was going to be this messy, but it was it was going to be messy at all times because there's a few issues with this format that I have a serious problem with. And having done it, let me tell you ones that you aren't – you guys are going to bring up the ones that I think are very pertinent. I'm going to bring up ones that you guys have not thought about. 
Did you guys watch the umpire behind home plate the entire time? No. I watched him a little bit. He was basically constantly putting his hand out, stopping the pitcher, and controlling the pace of the throwing. The reason they are doing that is not because of any other reason other than the graphics trying to get the baseballs and the track man. So when I was doing these rounds, they would have me try to hit three balls in a row so they can see if they can get the trajectory of three balls in the air at one time. So rapid fire. But they weren't doing that during the derby. They were holding them up and making sure they were throwing at an automated pace. If that's the case, why is there a two-minute time limit if they're not, if they're going to control the pace and it doesn't have anything to do with a two-minute time limit? Um, that's a problem. That makes no sense. If it's a two-minute time limit and that pitcher and that hitter want to go rapid fire nonstop, that should be perfectly fine, allotted by the rules. Also, the two-hour time limit, two-minute time limit means it's over at two minutes, not you get an extra swing out because your name is Albert Pujols ruining lines. Not to mention that, count the amount of home runs. The fact that Kyle Schwarber had one more home run and should have moved on, the amount of money that was lost, I don't know what it is, but it's astronomical. Dude, it's the money. And hey, really quickly, Mario, great part of great point about uh, Pete Alonzo because he's the dude like when you have gym class like in sixth oh, period, yeah. but also you have like football practice, so you're like taking it easy. And he's just on the bench like four plates. You're playing dodgeball. He's going all out, and you're like, dude, we have practice in like an hour. You know who he is? I'm yeah. serious. Better be, got it. Got it. Got it. Right down. We've seen it before. We've seen this exact character. It was in Superbad. Do you remember Superbad? Yes. yes. <laughs> Come on, man. We're losing. It's it's soccer. Jimmy, it's soccer. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that, is Pete is. that was Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Dude, so I didn't have anything with Kyle Schwarber, but as, as everybody knows, he's one of my favorite uh, big leaguers of all time. Love me some Kyle Schwarber. But Pujols, so I'm watching this, and um, I was on a trip, a COVID trip. My whole family has COVID, so luckily I am back here in D.C., healthy. But I'm watching this on a phone on my way back, and so Pujols gets granted extra time that he didn't even deserve. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He was awarded a free home run during regulation. Yes, he was. And then Schwarber gets robbed of a home run during the bonus minute as well. So Schwarber got hosed. Um, we all saw it. I, I like the format. Here, here's the format. Here's how it should be. I don't want the clock. Just I want the clock on. Pitches. I just 50. It. Just I don't know. I, yeah. How about 50 pitches to each batter? What do you think about that? I don't like the pitches. I, it needs to be swings. I want, it needs to be the same allotted swings per hitter. That's why, honest to God, I loved the 10 out format. It made the most sense. You could take your time. There was a lot of enjoyment. There was a lot of enjoyment in between like outs. Like if a guy hit like 10 in a row, there was no timeout call. Just, hey, uh, Griffey at 10 home runs in a row. Jay Buhner's going to come out and hand him a Gatorade and they're going to chat it up and it's going to be awesome while the crowd cheers for 30 seconds. Like, that was awesome. The two-minute yeah. thing I liked at first, but the fact that we're coming up with this many problems with it right. um, last night was a case. This is 2022. There's more radar on that field than anywhere on the planet. Um, there's more tech on that field than anywhere on the planet, and we still mm-hmm. can't get it right. Listen, can we make things simple just for once? Just once make something simple because yesterday should not have happened the way it did. I had I didn't take any bets out, but I did have a play, and I ended up not making the bets. I thought Kyle Schwarber was going to hit the farthest home run by far. If someone was going to put that ball out of Chavez Ravine, his name was Kyle Schwarber, and I wanted it to hit, and I'll never know if it was going to hit. He didn't get to the second round. Yeah, exactly. I also thought with the umpires, they said, like, whenever the ball lands, you can throw another. 
That's what I thought they're waiting for. Because no, I, like, ball, I still don't even like that. The ball is not landing. They, they're not waiting till the ball lands because, by the way, I don't know if you know though about those baseballs yesterday. They're golf balls. They're not yeah. kind. They're not mm-hmm. normal. Those balls are not going to be used in tonight's game. Is yeah. my way of saying this. Those exactly, are, man. I have one. I have one right here. In fact, here, here if you want. you got to bring it on for yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. This is one of the pink and white balls. This thing. Um. You know the sport highlight. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know how hard those balls are. Yeah. Yeah. This is that. That looks like the balls we were using in Shetland, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. this thing, this thing is a deadly weapon at 70 miles per hour. This thing is hard as a rock. You touch it with a baseball, it's going forever. Um, how do I know that? I only hit one of these baseballs in testing these out at Major Le- at Dodger Stadium. Just one. I mishit it 430 feet. Yeah. <laughs> I golfed it off the ground. It was a terrible swing. No problem. This ball went forever. There should have been more balls headed out of the stadium. There were a couple close ones. J-Rod went pretty close. Mm-hmm. Soto went pretty close. But I'm actually surprised that more didn't get out of there. And I wanted more rounds with Schwarber just so I could see one 550-foot bomb. Same here, man. And then I didn't love the broadcast. Like, uh, no, I, love, no. I love Kyle Ravage, man. So do I. And I, this way is more just... successful and rich yeah. than I'll ever be. He has a great job. He's great at what he does. I just don't think the derby is for him. I miss Chris Berman, although – Man, Berman looked uh, a little rough yesterday, but well, I just, he looked sweaty. The, he was very sweaty. In, in is, fairness, it was ninety degrees out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just need to know when the ball leaves the park, and I need you to tell me how many home runs the competitor has, and I also need to know how far each ball is traveling because I make those bets as well. You know, Juan Soto. Uh, I forgot the number that I had yesterday. You know, over five hundred and twenty-one feet. We'll just throw out there. I need to know where these balls are landing, um, and unfortunately, they didn't have that on the broadcast. No. Uh, it was you can blame me. I've been, I've been out helping them prepare this for months, and for whatever reason, hey, I, I, I held up my end of the bargain. I showed up and hit yeah. dingers. It's their job to handle the graphics. How are we complicating the home run derby? Why does everything need to be complicated? Like we've done this with the dunk contest in the NBA. That oh was the worst dunk. I'll never watch the dunk contest after the crap that we saw this year. I'm, ba- I'm banning it. Point contest. Here's the home run derby. Somebody gets a certain amount of pitches, or or you guys could go with whatever format you want, but. I mean, it should be the easiest contest on the planet. We've been doing this since the fourth grade, you know, and when I was, you know, in the fourth grade home run derby and it's whoever has the most home runs at the end of the event wins the event. I mean, I don't know. How do you, how do you fix the format? What do you guys think is the perfect format? I truly think making it a level playing field for everyone. And when I say that the same swings, okay, you, you can have your own pitcher, just the same swings that the out format made sense. Everyone, you get the same amount of outs. You hit a ball that's not a home run, it's an out. You get 10 of them. That means you get roughly the same amount of potential swings. Uh, That that makes all the sense in the world to me. I don't know why we're not doing that. I I liked the timer for the first two years. Now I'm out on it because it's causing problems. And I just want to have fun watching people hit huge dingers. That's all I want. That's what we're here for. I, I don't need to see Albert Pujols gassed at 38 <laughs> seconds. I'm happy he did well. It was awesome to see him do well. Yeah. And after round two, I was like, for the love of God, so to put him out of his misery. This, this, he needs to stop. Well, also, like we're stopping in the middle of his at bats to celebrate him. It's like, can he just finish the 30 seconds yeah. before we give him the achievement <laughs> award? For the love of God, you know. I think he's gotten enough of his celebration too. By the way, I think we can <laughs> really relax on the Pujols celebration. That's just my only takeaway. I get my it. Okay, one, Cubs fans, chill out a yeah. bit. Yeah, I think he need, I think he deserves more. Actually, I think he does. Like nobody's even talked. Every ballpark he goes to, 
Remember when Jeter and I watched the uh, I watched that Jeter documentary uh, the first part last night. Pretty pretty good actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but remember his final year. Everywhere he went, gift baskets, video oh packages from the stadium. Here's this. Here's Nobody that. Here's my, cool, here's, actually, my, here's my firstborn. Yeah. He was going anywhere. Yeah, just uh, gifts, gifts. Derek Jeter doesn't need your gifts. He had if he wants those seats, he'll buy them. He'll buy. Yeah. They, they were just giving he'll him his baskets back that he used to give to his lady friends. You know, oh, this yeah. one's from Jessica Alba. Yeah, like, dude, I want the gift. Give me, I need the gifts. Give me the gifts. Yeah. He, Derek Jeter doesn't need gifts. He, the guy's got ninety thousand homes. I think he's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, here we talked about all the controversy. Mm-hmm. Are we all controversied out with the home run derby? Oh, no, I got more. I got What do you got, Mario? So my first problem is we have Pete Alonzo, who's going for the King Griffey Jr. three-time home run derby champion. Why the hell do we have King Griffey Jr. with the old-fashioned camera on the side and not in the booth with the team? Not talking, not being more active. This is a guy that part of your generation was pretty big, was very, very popular, was pretty big in my generation. That's your bringing viewership. Part of your generation. Such a weird thing to hear said. Yeah, You're that, just popular in my generation because I'm so much younger. I get it, Mario. Keep going. Uh, just a, just yeah. a little bit of a you know distance. And then um, the numbering by ESPN was absolutely piss poor. They shorted a Schwarber, yeah. uh, Indiana boy too. Like to mention that along with Cubby. And to go further, like Juan Soto beat J Rod. Like was I think he hit two more after he already beat him, which was also just like a more sucker punch oh. to me. I don't I like those buzzer beaters that are 10 seconds after no. the yeah. No. Yeah, this was uh, – there were problems. Uh, actually, I do have one question about the home run derby for both of you guys. Okay. There is one problem I had with Dodger Stadium, just one. And it's, it's not my problem with Dodger Stadium. It's my problem with all home run derbies and all-star games on the West Coast. I like it in the dark. I like it at night. Yeah. I don't like it. I agree. Out. I, actually agree. I actually agree. I actually agree. It's funny that you say that, man, because I completely agree. But my dad texted me on the way back, and he was like, I just can't do the derby when it's not at night. It's got to be under the lights. I completely agree. I feel like everybody, man, like that's my my dad saying that. I agree. It just – yeah, I'm with you. It it doesn't look good. It's so dumb. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I know it's dumb. I know it's a stupid complaint to have. It makes no sense. But for whatever reason, I'm like, man. I would like this to be under the lights. No, <laughs> so I, I, I agree, actually. People say that, yeah. I but I guess, I guess it doesn't make sense. If it's in L.A., you can't put it at, you know, 8 p.m. in Los Angeles and start at 11 p.m. in New York. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. It's just, it's the only, and I don't feel that's the way about the All-Star game. I don't care about it starting no. in, the, in the daytime and then becoming nighttime. That's fine. Yeah. But for some reason, the Derby. I prefer under the lights. And that's my that's my argument for like these things being on the East Coast rather than the West Coast. But I think every year it should go back and forth and we should just stay out of the Midwest altogether. No, I'm with you. And I'm like, I'm a huge nerd. So I, like, <laughs> I don't want to see Mario's reaction. They do this at WrestleMania too. Like WrestleMania, if you're going to do it outside, it needs to be dark out. If I'm watching The Undertaker come out, I don't yeah. want to see the Undertaker rolling out. Yeah, there. yeah. I, I very specifically remember the San Francisco one where he wrestled Bray Wyatt and he's walking out in yeah. daytime. I'm like, mm, this doesn't work. Yeah, this doesn't work. Like, this is like the new face of fear against the Undertaker. We need to, we need to dark out. Yes, yeah, so I'm with you. 
I like my derby to be at night as well. Uh, yeah. I don't even care about staying up late, to be honest. But then again, I don't, we don't have like real jobs. We get to wake up and talk. About very school. true. I would, I, dude, I would stay up all night and watch that. Uh, I didn't go to the derby. I, I uh, ended up having to work, but I, I, man, I, I had a blast at Dodger Stadium and everything that they're doing. It's very cool out here right now. Um, before we move on on everything else, well, we obviously touched on everything on the derby the bets that you had what bets did you think we're gonna hit that didn't i didn't bet on any of it but i had picks i chose not to make lay down any bets i did pick alonzo for obvious reason because he's pete yeah. alonzo but i did i didn't have the pre-information that he's gonna be deadlifting between rounds i would have pulled back if i knew that um i think juan soto was a great pick but man i really was expecting a monster showing from Schwarber. I if if I was gonna not pick Alonzo, I was looking at Schwarber. And you know what? This format hurt Schwarber as well because his pitcher and him were not getting in sync all that great, throwing him a lot of outside pitches. That's another complaint about this. Having also thrown some of these derby rounds, it's not easy to get in that same sync with your hitter. That's why it's also weird for the pitcher because he has to go off that umpire putting his hand up. So he has to disrupt his own timing to get good pitches to the hitter that's disrupting their timing. And you're just sitting there and like, go, okay. And then you throw. And being pinpoint accurate in front of 65,000 screaming people and the millions watching at home is not exactly easy, which is another reason why I think this time limit thing should go away. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I thought J-Rod was going to win it, man, but then – um, I didn't think J-Rod had a chance. I'm thrilled to be wrong because I was just looking. I'm like, this kid's going to go out there so jazzed up for the first minute, and he's going to gas himself at one minute because he's going to go so quick. And he did, but I had to remind myself, oh, he's also 21 and uh, absolute monster and a machine of a human being. So he ended up being fine. Yeah, he did, and uh, it would have been nice to cash that ticket because I got a really good price before it dropped down to 8-1 to one as well because I betted on, I believe, right when it came became available because I had nothing else better to do this past week, and I was sitting at the casino. Um, and then the one, I ended up staying away from Schwarber, but I almost, so I was going to play J-Rod with, uh, with a little Juan Soto as some insurance, but my problem there was how much money did I want to invest in the home run derby when – I mean, we all thought Pete Alonzo was just going to obviously win back to back to back, but he was going to yeah. get that third one, right? And so stayed away from Soto just because I thought he was like the trendy pick and I uh, kind of wish I would have thrown a little something on him plus five. I should have known better. With the, with the news this week, <laughs> honest to God, I I should have thrown everything I thought out the window. And yesterday, you know what? I, I was the moment I realized I made a mistake not betting on Juan Soto. The pregame thing where he was doing the interview where they were asking him about the trade deadline coming up. And literally standing over him was was uh, was his agent Scott Boris just leaning over, making sure, hey, don't say anything, don't say anything too much. But the one thing he said was like, oh, you know what happens is out of my hands. Like you just turned down four hundred fifty million dollars. It's very That's much like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you offered more money than all three of us will ever, and all of our family members will ever see in our lifetimes. Man. But uh, hey, man, he deserves it, and he's he very does. young, and he's only going to continue to get better, and I can't wait to watch him on the north side of Chicago for the next decade plus. You Absolutely. Wish. North side Chicago only. North side you Chicago guys are only. insane. I love you, Cubs Speak fans. I do with, with all my heart, but you don't live in the same reality as most of us, I, I, and I get it. I get it. It's 100 years of losing season. I get it, and you finally became a winner in the last five years. I get all of this. You're mm -hmm. not getting Juan Soto. We know Jose Otani. You're not getting Otani. I would love. Trust me, I want you to get Otani. I want the Cubs to get Otani more than I want anything in the world. It's not going to happen either. Um, but speaking of which, let's switch it over to the trade deadline because obviously, 
there's a lot of chaos been thrown in the mix. Now there's being reports out there that high end rival execs, no one naming names, obviously, because that's what we do in this industry, are expecting Juan Soto to be traded in the next 15 days. And this was specifically reported more than once by very reputable uh, reporters. So what do you think Juan Soto, if he is traded, where is he going? What is the package going to look like? And at the end of the day, what package can even bring him in? At this point, to get Juan Soto, you're giving up your last five first picks. Yeah, man. And maybe more. So that's actually, I wanted to ask you about this because I think, let's be honest, um, who's who's going to be able to offer the best package for Juan Soto? Who's going to look to go all in? I, I think it's. I think the Mets could actually probably offer the best package. They but could. are the Nationals going to do business with the New York Mets? Especially like if you're trading away Juan Soto, uh, you lost Bryce Harper and then won a World Series, but you're not going to compete for the next couple of years, uh, probably in the next decade. So if you're getting the best package from the Mets, do you do business with the Mets? That's my question for you because I think Steve Cohen. I think they're going to go all in. Don't you? I think they will too. But I'm also thinking about the Nats because here's the thing. This is why I think he will not go to the Mets. And this is my only reason. It's not because of the package because clearly the package they can offer, they can offer him a package they'll take. But the the Mets are one of the like three teams that can extend them. So if you trade him to the Mets, right, this is supposed to be a year and a half rental, potentially rest of this season and next season. And then he can sign his big deal. The Mets are one of the teams that actually can and likely will try to do this. The Yankees are another one. There's a couple other ones too, but really at the end of the day, I really think he's going to end up in New York in one of two teams. It's going to be a Yankee or he's going to be a Met at the end of the day because they're the two that can pay him the most money. Hey, really quickly, do the what do the Dodgers have like package-wise because they still have some They prospects. can do it. They got some guys. I mean, oh, yeah. The Dodgers could absolutely oh, I do mean, it. That's a dumb question. Can the Dodgers do it? You know the Dodgers. Shadow, uh, you know, um, Mookie Betts. Uh, yeah, the, the Dodgers The Dodgers are a factory. Like, the Dodgers have a package they can definitely do. The Rays have, like, nine packages. They get. Can you imagine if the Rays decide to go get Juan Soto with the injuries they currently have? You want to change the AL East today? Like, today? Yeah. Add Juan Soto to the Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees will panic like you wouldn't believe. So there's a team, I mean, is a uh, investor in the Chicago White Sox, even though it would pain me. I mean, is there a better fit? It, obviously. Like, like, that is what they need right now, man. If they they, get, they don't have a package. They don't they have, have no, they have they no package. They have no package. Right. And you don't want to throw any pitching in there. No, um, like, what they'd have to give up is they'd have to give up all everyone in there. They'd have to put together, like, a 14-player package that would include, like, uh let's see sheets probably vaughn they'll probably demand they'll probably demand uh cease while they're at it like as yeah we're we're giving you juan soda you better give us dylan cease like it's just chaos 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 there is one team though there's only one team in my mind and you can call me crazy that will get juan soda who aj preller is a madman dude aj preller don't aj preller don't give an F about anything. Everyone's on the trade block. He will trade away everything possible to get him. I think that I think you're going to see Juan Soto playing for the San Diego Padres. I truly really? do. Really? 
I do. I think I think initially they were about to get their hands on Andrew Benatendi. I think they were all in, and I think they were Benatendi to the Padres was a done deal. Now I don't think it. Now I think Juan Soto is going to be a Padre. Man, you know what? It doesn't sound too crazy because you look at it like this. I mean, the Dodgers, okay, so if, if, let's say it doesn't go to the Dodgers. Um, I don't know that they do business with the Mets, even though that would be a hell of a package for the Nats. That'd be hard to turn down. But then with the Yankees, with the Yankees, and, I, and it's the Yankees. I get it, man. But would the Yankees have to – are they going to be able to pay – I mean, do they then make the decision like, are you going with Judge or Soto when you're choosing Soto over Judge in the long run? Because you're going to want to obviously extend them. Are you just doing a rental? You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot to. There is. There's a lot to meet. They don't need Juan Soto right now. They don't right now, but they might next year because here's here's where the the Yankees dilemma is. There's a gap. There's a gap year between losing Judge and potentially signing Soto. So they need to, quite frankly, if they plan to get him and they're willing to lose Judge, they kind of need to get Soto now because – if he goes to San Diego, he's not going to re-sign in San Diego. He's going to be a free agent, and then then it's going to be a bidding war between three, maybe four teams after Juan Soto. And at the end of the day, it's going to be the two teams in New York. I truly think that. I can't imagine him playing anywhere else. It's not that I don't think the Dodgers could pay him. I just don't think they will. It's not that I don't think the Giants could pay him. I would love that. I do yeah. think he would be very good in San Francisco if he decided to go to San Francisco. It's not going to happen, but it'd be really, really good for him if he did. I just think there's only two teams that he signs as a free agent. But again, this is the trade deadline and it's not a rental. That's the craziest thing. You're going to get him for potentially two playoff runs. Man, I like that Padres fit, Yankees, Dodgers, like you said, Mets, hey, maybe even the Braves. But the one team, the only team, I don't want to see him. Like the, the team that would obviously pain me the most, he's not going to end up being a St. Louis Cardinal, is he? I heard something about it. I, can't imagine. Like, I just can't imagine it. If it happens, I'm going to lose my mind. But, but you know, again, I didn't think we'd ever see Nolan Arenado over there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I figured he was. Dude, can you imagine that lineup? Like, I was on vacation. I saw that news, and I was like, wow. Can you imagine that lineup? You take take that lineup, and you throw Juan Soto in between Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. That is, uh, I'll uh, everything I said about the Dodgers lineup, I take it back and put it on the Cardinals. Like, listen to all these teams. Imagine Juan Soto in the Dodgers lineup. Imagine Juan Soto in the Yankees lineup this season. Imagine Juan Soto is a Padre, especially when they get Tatis back, Machado fully healthy coming out of the break. I mean, oh, that would make my three to one ticket on the Padres that I took a little sprinkle on before the season. That'd make it look a lot better. Uh, and again, and I'm also looking at the GMs here. AJ yeah. Preller is crazy. He'll yeah. do anything. He yeah. th- there's a no- lot to give up. Now, would you give up? Let me just throw a name out there. Would you give up CJ Abrams for one? Yes. yes. In, a, in a heartbeat. Me I too. wouldn't even think twice about it. I'll give me you two. Uh, here's the truth. One um, dude is one dude is a proven World Series MVP. The other dude is we I mean he's gonna be a good. great player. CJ Abrams is good. He's gonna be a great future ball player. Who knows what he's gonna be? But I, I'm talking about the Padres are need to like. They need to reverse Manny, uh, not Manny Machado. They need to reverse Fernando Tatis Jr. This, this is get, this may end up being their version of the James Shields part because they're only going to get a year and a half out of one. So I don't care. Do it. You want to beat the Dodgers? You really want to go for the championship and your time is now? This is what you got to do because in four years, you're kind of tapped out on this. So I say right now, Padres, Padres, Padres. I can't, can you, dude, he would look so good in that brown uni. 
He really would. He really would. Now, uh, I wish my team had a package for him, but my team, I, I know like four guys left on that roster. One of those guys, Wilson Contreras, where do you think he's going to go? Hmm. Here's the thing. I, I just, as much as I want to say the market's great for him, it's not. It's just not great for him. Yeah. Right-handed power hitting catcher rental. I mean, the only team that really makes the most sense to me is the Chicago White Sox. Um, Sebi Savala has been doing a very good job since they brought him up. Um, Reese McGuire is a good defensive catcher, but can't really hit. Um, Grandall has been hurt all year, but before he got hurt, he was honestly having the worst offensive season of any catcher in baseball, which is a stark contrast to last season. Now, you might be one of those people that say, hey, well, when he gets back, he deserves a shot to kind of get it going. And, you know, you're, you're not entirely wrong to say that. But if this team, which is currently three and a half back in the AL Central in a very, very winnable AL Central, I might add, they need a power bat. They need a catcher. It kind of fits. It's not all they need. They could use a full-time second baseman. They could use a, a right fielder. But really, I think the catching spot really would be helpful to be sharing that up. You know, uh, I was actually reading John Heyman's piece in the post about, you know, the Cubs uh, not making him that long-term offer, even though he does want to stay in Chicago. I've been back home in Chicago, so I was listening to him uh, on 670 The Score, talking about how, you know, that's his original team. He wants to stay with his original team. And I love Wilson Contreras, but, man, if you could get anything in return, Wilson Contreras is not going to be the starting catcher for the Chicago Cubs when they're ready to compete again. He's such a competitor. I want to see him compete in the postseason. You're not going to get anything for a guy like Kyle Hendricks. I don't want to move Nico Horner right now. I would move Ian Happ. I'm not going to lie. Too. I would move Ian Happ, dude, coming off an all-star season. He's great. He's, he's a good player, he is but great. I would move Ian Happ if you could get some arms. Look what they did in the draft. Like, 10 of the 11 picks were all arms. Just keep stocking up on pitching. Become the Rays. I don't know if I want to give up Happ. I like Happ a lot. I feel like he's a guy that could really – He's a good role. That team's got some good role players over there. Yeah. I, and and he's an all-star role player. I mean, that you don't find a lot of all-star role players, man. I, I, just, I like Ian Happ a lot. He's going to help the team win. That's the problem is just when are they going to compete again? Because, you know, you read these reports and the Ricketts and Jed Hoyer say that they're going to spend money next offseason. But on who? Because Otani's not going to be a Cub. Juan Soto's not going to be a Cub. Bo Bogart, like somebody like that maybe, but like, you're not turning your franchise around in two to three years. Contreras is going to be like 33 years old. Hap's only going to be older. And this, like, look at what he was doing last season. The first half of the season was a disaster for Hap. Now you could probably get a little bit more in return because he's an all-star. I don't want to do it, but if you could get a good package, I'd say knock yourself out because that yeah, is the at the end of the day, it's... to watch in baseball, man. I would rather be a Red fan. I'd rather be a Pirate fan. That team is so tough to watch. They do have some nice little pieces, but uh, – Oh, I, I hate him. I hate him so much. It was a rough week because I had to watch more Cubs baseball than usual because it was all I had. And uh, David Ross got kicked out of two games. They're a bad baseball team. They're not good. They're an objectively bad baseball team, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but who knows what can happen going forward with this trade deadline. A lot of names out there. Andrew Benatendi. Hey, you and I actually haven't had a chance to talk about this since the, the quite frankly, the embarrassment that happened with the Kansas City Royals last weekend. Believe you me, the Royals were plenty embarrassed by it. You can even tell by their social media how embarrassed they were by it. Because after the announcement came out, they immediately put out like five like tweets about it. Yeah. Um, about how they're being safe and how much of testing they were doing at the stadium and all that. You could tell they were not happy about the situation. But there were pretty cool bright spots. One, 10 guys getting a chance to go up to the big leagues. A couple guys getting their first major league hit. A couple getting their first major league home run. They split with the Toronto Blue Jays. By yeah. the way... 
I'm worried about the Blue Jays. And if you're a Blue Jay fan, you should be too. Dude, yeah, they're 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 my letdown team. I mean, because with the Phillies, I was just taking a stab with them, uh, you know, going into the season. But Blue Jays have been a huge disappointment. I still think they're a year away. I'm not like freaking out about the future of this team. You know, obviously, uh No, the future's bright, but this season with that AL like right now, I'm starting to think the Orioles are gonna catch up to them and take them over. The Orioles are a very fun baseball team. They are. Uh, I I got to see them in person at Wrigley Field this past week. They are a fun baseball team. Like, I would like to be a Baltimore Oriole fan. They have some nice pieces there. And they're only going to continue to get better. Um, Yeah, that was a crazy situation for the Royals, especially with all the testing. And you could tell, like you said, with the social media team, you know, that was just ended up being a disaster. But it was a lot of fun. I lost money on that, though, because I figured they were just going to get clubbed without 10 players. And they actually You you could have gotten them at plus 350. Yeah, all of the games. Yeah, exactly, man. And I was going run line against them like a big dummy. That was kind (laughs) of a fun situation. But, yeah, uh, that was embarrassing for them. And uh, it was just a wild week of baseball, man. And now it's like, now what do we do? Because you got the all-star game tonight, but Mm -hmm. then we got a couple days off. Yeah, we do. But but the reason why I brought it up is where's Andrew Benatendi's market now? Because Andrew Benatendi had maybe the best market of anyone it was a done deal. He was going to be a Yankee. He was going to yeah. take the Yankees to the World Series. He fits the Yankees almost perfectly until they realized we could lose them for how many games in October? It doesn't even matter the rest of the season. I know a lot of people are like, well, the rest of the season only got three games in Toronto. So who cares? Well, because they're so far up. They don't care about the three games in Toronto during the season. They care about the three games in October. They lose him for a game that they play in the playoffs that they lose and then don't get out of that series. The Yankees are going to look so – the Yankees' front office, their GM, Cashman, he's going to look so much worse than the Royals do this last week. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad break right there, man. Imagine just being that close to joining with that roster. So it and- leaves me – in my opinion, it leaves only the National League. I can't imagine an American League competing team going after him now. So who do you like in – what about the Cardinals? I don't hate the, it. What about the Brewers? I don't hate it. I actually, I really like that. Man, Christian Yelich has been real bad the last couple of weeks. He has. And Lorenzo I actually, has been I DFA. that's a good, that's a good call. He would be, he would be a really good addition to the Brewers. Uh, problem with that is, so even when I was gone, I would do, I would jump on with the guys out in Milwaukee and they right now are freaking out. You would think that team was four or five games back. They have a half game lead in the division over the Cardinals, man. But everybody is on David Stearns right now. Everybody is on uh, Mark Atanasio, the, the guy that's running the team over there, because they don't ever go all in. Like, you look at that rotation, that pitching staff of Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, you're going to get Freddie Peralta back. Mm-hmm. Josh Hader has been a disaster the last Yeah, out of, of nowhere. And that it's Cy Young ticket in the trash. I was starting to think, man, that they might be looking to trade him and just bump Devin Williams up to the closer role. Um, I think they should. Because quite frankly, think about this. If you're a Brewers fan, if you're if you're a fan of the Brewers, and I know it sounds insane to suggest trading Josh Hader right now while you're going in a playoff hunt and, you know, a pennant race, but think what you can get back for him. You want a bat, like a legit bat? You throw Josh Hader in there, you might get your hands on a legit bat. And they need a legit bat because yeah. you can't have Hunter Renfro being the only guy that you trust in that lineup. And I mean, they do got some nice pieces. Rowdy's but- been having a pretty decent year. He's been hitting some bombs, which has been pretty sweet to see. Yeah, but man, they need they may need two or three bats because 
you got to go all in to win right now in that division. Like the, you have no business not winning that division. And I mean, the Cardinals are great offensively, but I don't trust their pitching. I don't trust their bullpen down the stretch of the second half of the season. I think the perfect fit right there would be the Brewers. And then you would have no worries about the vaccination stuff either. Yeah. The, the vaccination stuff goes away. You don't have yeah. to play a team in Toronto unless you both get to the world series. And yes, Right. You have a problem when you get to that point, but I don't think we're going to see either of the teams in the World Series, to be honest. So I, I think it's going to be a moot point. I think it's just going to be the National League. But the Brewers, I think, is a really good call. And I, initially, I thought the Padres was a done deal yeah. until Juan Soto's name has been thrown into the mix. Now I This changes everything, man. Because now, like, if you have a shot to go all in for Juan Soto and then extend him, and if you have the money to do so, I mean, you got to You know what I've been man. calling for? You know what I've been calling for that needs wow. to happen? I, and I'm I'm actually really upset with the Angels right now because I feel like the Angels had a real big opportunity the last couple of days to do something because the pettiness in Los Angeles between the Angels and the Dodgers is pretty extreme. But when I say extreme, I mean it's like no one pays attention to the Angels. They have Trout and Otani, and no one here pays attention. Everyone only talks about the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, you want to steal the Dodgers Thunder hosting an All Star game and home run derby all together and have make sure no one's talking about the Dodgers. They should have gone right out and announced. Joey Otani's on the trade block. That's what they should have done. No one would be talking about Soto as much if Otani was on the trade block. Because can you imagine what this trade market just turned into if they say Otani up for grabs? Every team is going to leverage their entire futures to get their hands on him for a oh, year and a half. Every team, every team, man. Um, it's more attractive than Juan Soto. Yeah. And I mean, they're not doing anything this year. So they're never going to be- do anything any year. He's going to end up being a Cub, Otani. You know that, right? I want him to be because it would be a really good fit. It won't happen, but I want him to be. We've, we've done this. You think he's going to be a Dodger or a Yankee, obviously, right? But who would be like that third team? Mariners. Really? The Japanese connection between Japan and Seattle is just so palpable. They're, 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 they have the huge Japanese fan base, uh, especially after the entire thing with Ichiro. Um, the Cubs have a pretty big Japanese fan base too. That's why I would yeah. love to see that. That's the only team I don't want to see him on is the Yankees. I just, I, it's boring. I've already seen this. I've, I've seen this too many times. Let's, I want to see him. I want to see Otani. I like them going to the Angels. I'm like, yeah, take the Angels to the World Series. It's just, you're not enough to take them to the World Series. They need four more guys to get this done. They need any starting pitching would help, man. Other than like, I mean, when you're relying on Syndergaard and Detmers, unfortunately, then it's just, it's been a nightmare, man. And I thought this was finally going to be the year, maybe that the Astros would fade away. Instead, uh, I bought some Astros tickets when I was back home. I think they're going to win the World (laughs) Series and I don't think they're ever going away. All right. Well, hey, how about we talk about really quick before we shut this down? Because we did have yeah. multiple segments on this show, the plan. But man, we just kind of got on so many things because the home run derby was badness. We got the all star game tonight. We'll definitely touch on this in just a second. But I want to get your real quick, your thoughts midway of the season. NLAL Cy Young Award winner. NL side, I think we both agree. Uh, well, it's not Josh Hader, unfortunately. It is so not. My dream, my dream of a closer winning it for the first time since 2002 is dead. Where are you going? Actually, we might have we might have a disagreement here. I I, I just can't see anyone not voting for Sandy Alcantara right now. Uh, no, so we're on the same side. He has just <laughs> been so dominant. Okay, he has got fifty more innings than the next runner up in Tony Gonsolin right now. Okay, Max Fried is pitching amazing, but these guys are all pitching so good. And I don't care because Sandy Alcantara is doing that much better. The guy pitches into the eighth inning every game with at most one earned run. This guy is so good. 
And I, by the way, another team that we haven't mentioned that should be at a buyer in this trade deadline, the Marlins are not far off from a playoff spot. If they go get a bat or two, this team with that pitching staff might cause some serious chaos in October. Absolutely. And that's what they need is a Batman. I love that rotation. It's just a shame that Trevor Rogers isn't what he was the first half. Yeah, of that's hard. Season. That's a bit tough. But man, uh, yeah, Alcantara, I don't love the number minus 130 right now. But, uh, you know, we talked about that before the season started. And I took a little stab with him and Pablo Lopez as like my serious contenders. Josh Hader was just a late throw in when he was 16 for a six for 16 and, uh, you know, uh, saves opportunities. You know, Alcantara minus 130. Uh, Corbin Burns is 7-1. to one. He's not having the year he had last year. Musgrove 14-1. to one. I'm with you. It's him. Every time he takes the ball, he's going eight innings. Um, he's the best pitcher in baseball right now. I'm with you there. Incredible. It's incredible. And, and keep in mind, this team's only five and a half out of a wild card spot. The Phillies are above them. And, the, you know, the Phillies can be very wishy-washy. You know yeah. that. They can fall off hard out of nowhere. I mean, looking at else, who knows what happened? Who knows what happens to the Cardinals? Because the Cardinals are playing out of their minds. We didn't expect this at the beginning of the season. Did any of us expect Paul Goldschmidt to be leading the MVP by a lot this season? I mean, no. look what he look. No one expected that. No, man. I mean, I can't believe it. You look at it like look look at the AL MVP right now. Otani is minus one hundred five, and Judge is plus one forty. That's how good those two guys are. But in the NL, Goldschmidt is minus one ten. The Insane. next closest price is Machado plus five fifty, man. I think that's a. I think that price. I think Machado uh, ticket is a little bit. Let's talk. Let's do it. Let's talk about the MVP on the National League side real quick. Yeah. Um, I think the Machado ticket is a little inflated. Um, I don't like that ticket at all. It's way too short for me right now. The way that team's been playing. Um, and I still think all the value is on Mookie Betts. I think he's going to be the National yep. League MVP. I, I'm, I'm all in on Mookie Betts. I'm not even going to talk about anybody else. Kyle Schwarber's not winning it. We know he's not winning it. I do not think, I truly do not think Paul Goldschmidt's going to win. I, I mean, if I hope he continues this streak, but no way he continues to do this. If he does, amazing. I'm a blown away. Mookie Betts is going to win the MVP. Yep, I'm with you. And you could still get him today over at BetMGM 11 to 1. So plus 1,100, great price. What are your thoughts, by the way, on that whole concept of, well, if they're Dodgers, what if it splits the votes? I don't get that because Freddie Freeman would split as many votes if he was in Atlanta. Yeah, I don't care about that at all, man. Mm -hmm. That doesn't bother me at all. So I like Mookie Betts. I'm with you there. And then uh, Pete Alonso, seven to one, but I'm not playing that. I want mm -hmm. nothing to do with that. Really quick, AL Cy Young. This is the first time I've looked at this in two weeks. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I said Verlander when he was plus 550 was a really good price. Look at the season he's having. Coming off Tommy John, didn't pitch the last two years. He's approaching, uh, he's going to turn 40 years old, and he's one of the best to ever do it. Today, plus 250 only, so not playable. But, man, that ticket looks really good. McClanahan, my worry about him is I think he's going to be on a pitch count the second half of the season. You know, uh, I don't know how many innings he's going to throw. He's plus 110. I just wouldn't want to play it at that price. Really quick, what are your thoughts on Otani seven to one since he's most likely not going to win MVP? I do think Judge is going to end up winning MVP. I think so too. As if the season ended right now, Judge is your MVP, but Otani is a very close second. And I will say this: if Otani continues with some more outings the way he has, I'm going to change my mind very quickly. Here's the thing: I, I'm very big on not taking in pitchers uh, for MVP. Otani is the obvious exception to this rule because that is his defensive metrics. And he's affecting those games with those defensive metrics. Um, 
I, I've even found a ticket on Otani at plus 900 for Cy Young, and I don't think it's out of the realm. Um, he's currently got the fourth shortest odds. Dylan Cease is the one on here that I honestly think shouldn't have this short of odds. He's currently sitting third, you know, anywhere between plus 900 or plus 850 or even plus 1,000. Um, I, I love Dylan Cease, but he is not going to win this Cy Young award. But he is unquestionably the most egregious all-star snub. No question about it. I agree. I just don't think we have the Robbie Ray this year, man, because like I'm looking at some long shots. I like Cease 11 to one. Good pick. Gossman's 18 to one. Manoa's 20 to one. I love Logan Gilbert 30 to one. I don't love that price. Bieber 35 to one. I just, I can't see any of these guys winning. You ready? I, I got one. Okay. Hit me. You know who this year's Robbie Ray is going to be? Nestor Cortez. Robbie Ray. 66 to one. At this exact moment, Robbie Ray has better numbers than, than he did last season at this exact point. It was the second half he went crazy, and he started his second half this season four outings ago. He's back to looking like Robbie Ray. You want the Robbie Ray of this season? His name is Robbie Ray, and you're getting him to 66-1. to I'm actually going to play that ticket tonight. All right. Who would be your Robbie Ray in the end? Would you have one? What about Max Freed really quick? 16-1 to for Freed. Yes, he was my preseason pick. I mean, if say Sandy Alcantara goes down for whatever reason, misses three weeks a month, um, I might jump all over Max Freed. What Max about Scherzer? Wait, Scherzer 40 to one. It's good, good value. I, listen, I even said it's not out of the realm that DeGrom comes out and wins this. Can you imagine if DeGrom comes back and just dominates the second half? If he does, if DeGrom does what he did in the first half of last year, he's going to get a lot of Cy Young votes. See, I'm going to, I'm with you on the AL. I'll take a stab with a long shot in the AL. I got to be honest. I don't think anything's playable with Alcantara doing what he's doing. He's not going to like, you're never going to bring injury. There's no count. way. doesn't matter if they're out of contention. You know, like if the Rays fall out of contention, McClanahan might get shut down just because, like, look at all the injuries they're already dealing with. Then you get Glass now back, hopefully next year. And then they're probably the favorites to at least finish second in that division. But I uh, I can't take anybody but Alcantara, man. I mean, every right. time he takes the ball, he's going at least seven innings. The only time I will do it, and it's often, honestly, the odds will go crazy if it happens, if, it's, if he gets hurt. And I mean, and I'm talking about a significant injury, which I do not root for in any way, shape or form. If he misses three weeks, I think he'll be fine. If he misses a month, he'll probably be fine and still get it. But if he misses, say, two months, he might be removed from this and it's the wrong time to get it. If you're going to miss time, it needs to be early in the year, like what DeGrom's doing right now. Because honestly, think about it. Last year, DeGrom pitched, what, for the first two months? And we were talking, touting it as the greatest pitching season of any pitcher of all time. So much so that he was still one of the leaders in the Cy Young all the way into the end of August, and he hadn't thrown in nearly two and a half months, and we knew he was out for the year. That's how good he was in the first half. He does that in the second half? Watch out. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I like that. That like it? No, I oh, like I it Sorry, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say more. Uh, uh, lastly, uh, on the, let's talk about the All-Star game. Real quick, yep. before we shut this down, all-Star game tonight, you got any bets? You got anything interesting to look at? I, I don't have any bets. I just, last night's home run derby made me not want to lay down as many bets today. Yeah, yeah, man. So, so tempting just to take the AL, isn't it? But eventually, you would, you would think the National League's going to ever win. The NL one. is better. They're always better. That's the worst part. They're always a better team. Yeah, but I bet them every year, and it never works out for me. So, I'm staying away from the side. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the total. And it's low. It opened at eight. I looked this morning. It's down to seven and a half for an all-star game. I see we might have some windy weather. So I'm not going to go full game. I'm going to go first five under four. That's the number right now. Minus 130 is what I got in D.C. 
And the reason I'm going to do so is because we got Clayton Kershaw going against McClanahan. And then you look at behind them, right? We're going to get Alcantara. We're going to get Manoa. We're going to get Musgrove. I like the first five under. And then I don't have to mess with the later things that, you know, maybe the wind picks up a little bit later on. And then here's a uh, here's a little side one. Played this. Now the price kind of sucks, so I hate giving it out. Minus 145. I'm going to go with the Nerfy, no run in the first inning. You got Clayton Kershaw, 40 and nine to the no run in the first inning, 19 and three uh, this season. And uh, you got McClanahan, who's ridiculous. He is 34 and 10, no run in the first inning. So I'm going to go with uh, no run in the first inning, minus 145. First five under four, minus 130, and root for no runs in an all star game. How boring am I? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go the opposite direction a little bit. I think runs are going to get scored. I think the pitching on paper Early? looks. Yeah. I do. I think, but I think it's gonna be the National League side. I don't know who's gonna win this game. I truly don't. These games are so hard to gamble on because, like you said, the National League should win every single year, and they don't. They what have won two games the past twenty years it, for yeah. whatever reason. Two thousand twelve was the last one, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's it's honestly like flipped from the seventies and eighties because it was always the National League dominance, and the American League could never win. Um, but I, I really, I do think this. I think Juan Soto is gonna hit a home run today. I really think Juan Soto is gonna hit a home run today. I would be shocked if Juan Soto didn't hit a home run today. I'm trying to find a home run prop on him today. Um, and I'm I'm literally having trouble. There is there is one thing, a first player to record a home run, and I'm having trouble finding Juan Soto's name. I want Juan Soto so badly because I know Juan Soto is going to hit a home run. This whole, this whole All-Star week is going to be all about Juan Soto. No, it really is, man. And I want to find that prop, too. I'm looking for it myself. It's not that. I can't find it. Yeah, we need some props, and maybe those will be released a little bit later on. You know, we're recording here because right now you can I can get my hands on you know Judge, Otani, a few others, but the one I want is Juan Soto. Juan Soto's homering tonight. I wonder what price we'll get on that. No, I'm I'm gonna play that if we could get plus one hundred, maybe. I completely agree. This is one. This is Juan Soto's party, and we're all just attending it right now. I got to do it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll play some Juan Soto home run props if I could get a hold of it. Yeah, I like that. I am going to go. I'm sticking with my first five under, and I'm going to go no run in the first inning. And uh, that's probably all I'm going to do here, man. That, that's that's about it. I'll tell you one really quick thing that I did, um, because I don't usually bet a whole lot in the All-Star game. I doubled back on the Chicago White Sox, only being, what, three games back going in. Three and a half out. Half Listen, I still think they're going to win this division. I, I do too, man. I don't think as bad as Tony LaRusse is. This team is just too talented. They're going to get healthier. And, and they started just, playing actually kind of good there at the end. They won, what, six or seven of their last ten. They started yeah. playing good baseball, and they won a couple of games against the Twins, which they really needed. Which they needed. And I just don't trust the Twins, man. Like, my hedging opportunity would only be the Twins. I don't think the Guardians have enough. I love some Shane Bieber. But uh, Sox are too talented not to win that division, man. So I doubled back. I'll admit I did do it after what they won that game 11, nothing. Uh, I think their final game before the break over the twins, I want to say. And I doubled back after, yeah, that was on Sunday, 11, nothing. on right. Sunday, so. Here's the last question for you. Then last question of the day. Yeah. What if the twins go out and make some moves at this trade deadline? What if they get their hands on a superstar? What is that going to do? Because say they're not getting their hands on one. soda. it's not happening, but say they did just hypothetically say they traded for Juan Soto and they got Juan Soto, Byron Buxton, and Carlos Correa in that same lineup. I'm screwed because they're the scariest team in the AL all of a sudden because they might be. Oh, yeah. They might be the scariest, one of the scarier teams in the league. And at that point, you're not getting a good price on them in that division. So I'd be in big, big trouble. I just don't see it happening. 
I'm hoping that the Sox make a move, man. Me too. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, guys, I'm excited for everything. All-Star Week still in full swing. All-Star Game tonight. Enjoy yourself the All-Star Game. Ryan, you going to be watching at home, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am uh, in core. I'm locked down for the next week, man. So I'll be at home watching it on the uh, watching it on the two screens. It'll be nice. I will be doing the exact same thing. I'm fired up. In fact, why don't we, maybe maybe you and I later tonight should do like a little live stream together and just watch some watch some baseball and have some fun. We'll bring Super Mario in and make fun of him for a while. Let's do it. That sounds great it. to me. I got nothing better to do. Uh, guys, this has been an extremely fun BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Myself. Ryan Horvat, even Super Mario coming on for the opening segment. Loving hearing his voice. We will be back later this week, of course, with another episode previewing all your weekend games. I cannot wait for it. We're going to have futures, props, lines, all of the above, and so much more. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. That's on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcast. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at Decker6 and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. What about you, Ryan? I'm uh, on Twitter at Ryan Horvath, and I'll be back BetMGM tonight by next week. I know that by Monday, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. I can't stress this enough. If you're a sports fan and you do not watch slash listen to BetMGM tonight on a daily basis, you are missing out on maybe the best live gambling show in the world. And you're a big dummy. Get it, of course. I am. Yes, I am a big dummy. Guys, you're the best. Not you, the people. (laughs) Guys, that's it for Ben MGM. Podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. Enjoy yourself some baseball. Beat it.